Welcome to our Course in Miracles podcast. We are still in India in Dehradun with our friends and this is lesson 95. I am one self united with my creator. Today's idea accurately describes you as God created you. You are one within yourself and one with him. Yours is the unity of all creation. Your perfect unity makes change in you impossible. You do, do not accept this and you fail to realize it must be so, only because you believe that you have changed yourself already. You see yourself as a ridiculous parody on God's creation. Weak, vicious, ugly and sinful, miserable and beset with pain. Such is your version of yourself, a self divided into many warring parts, separate from God and tenuously held together by its erratic and capricious maker to which you pray. It does not hear your prayers for it is deaf. It does not see the oneness in you for it is blind. It does not understand you are the Son of God, for it is senseless and understands nothing. When it says it, what is it referring to? Your ego. Mm, right, okay. The self you made up. Yeah, okay. The one you see as a ridiculous parody on God's creation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Weak, vicious, ugly, sinful, miserable, and beset with pain. Wow paints a pretty dismal picture of the ego's world, doesn't it? Yeah, and who would want that? Well, I think this is one reason why the Course in Miracles kind of puts it in our face, you know? It's like it describes the ego so um, so acutely, so de almost in every detail of its of its viciousness, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you can't but see that that's what you don't want. I mean, it's like paints a picture of misery, doesn't it? Right, definitely. Yeah. We will attempt today to be aware only of what can hear and see and what makes perfect sense. We will again direct our exercises towards reaching your one self, which is united with its creator. In patience and in hope, we try again today. The use of the first five minutes of every waking hour for practicing the idea for the day has special advantages at the stage of learning in which you are at present. It is difficult at this point not to allow your mind to wander if it undertakes extended practice. You have surely realized this by now. You have seen the extent of your lack of mental discipline and of your need for mind training. It is necessary that you be aware of this, for it is indeed a hindrance to your advance. Frequent but shorter practice periods have other advantages for you at this time. In addition to recognizing your difficulties with sustained attention, you must also have noticed that, unless you are reminded of your purpose frequently, you tend to forget about it for long periods of time. 
you often fail to remember the short applications of the idea for the day, and you have not yet formed the habit of using the idea as an automatic response to temptation. Structure then is necessary for you at this time. Plan to include frequent reminders of your goal and regular attempts to reach it. Regularity in terms of time is not the ideal requirement for most beneficial form of practice in salvation. It is advantageous, however, for those whose motivation is inconsistent and who remain heavily defended against learning. We will therefore keep to the five minutes an hour practice period for a while and urge you to omit as few as possible. Well, there you have it. So I think we're going to have to, you know, set the clock to go off every 55 minutes and then spend five minutes an hour in the meditation. Like, you know, it's something we may resist, but this is asking us to do that. So what do you think about that? Um, I think if we don't set the clock, we will forget because we haven't had good luck remembering. <laughs> well, you get caught up in your internet or your computer or conversation or, you know, whatever. But um, who but we are in charge of our own schedule? Right. You know, it's like we're the sovereigns of our own time and our own attention and what we give our attention to. So if we don't make a commitment to do this five minutes an hour practice, why is that? Do we think it's not possible or we think it's inconvenient or, you know, these are all ego reasons why not to do it, mm -hmm. right? So we fall victim of these other reasons and then we don't get the full benefit of the lesson because we're not giving it the attention the lesson is asking us to give. Right. So I'll read it again. We will therefore keep to the five minutes an hour practice periods for a while and urge you to omit as few as possible. Using the first five minutes of the hour will be particularly helpful since it imposes firmer structure. Do not, however, use your lapses from this schedule as an excuse not to return to it again as soon as you can. There may well be a temptation to regard the day as lost because you have already failed to do what is required. This should, however, merely be recognized as what it is, a refusal to let your mistake be corrected and an unwillingness to try again. Right, a refusal and unwillingness. That's what yeah. it is. Miserable. Yeah, so, you know, we, we have this thing uh, where we tell people uh, to give up their stubborn refusal uh, mm -hmm. to let go of a pattern. Mm -hmm. and, and what usually comes up is people's unwillingness. Mm -hmm. They're unwilling to let it go, or they're unwilling to do the five minutes an hour. Mm -hmm. So unwillingness, you know, Tarasing emphasized that over and over again. And I think that was his main contribution, 
to his students was to show them how much unwillingness they had. Like they couldn't progress in the course because of this unwillingness. Mm -hmm. And the unwillingness was what undid, undid them in the end. You know, it's like, well, you think you can do it better than the Holy Spirit can direct you. So then you're unwilling to do these things that the Holy Spirit's asking you to do. So unwillingness rules our mind. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit is not delayed in his teaching by your mistakes. He can be held back only by your unwillingness to let them go. Let us therefore be determined, particularly for the next week or so, to be willing to forgive ourselves for our lapses in diligence and our failures to follow the instructions for practicing the day's idea. Hmm. This tolerance for weakness will enable us to overlook it rather than give it power to delay our learning. If we give it power to do this, we are regarding it as strength and are confusing strength with weakness. Hmm. So, I mean, we confuse um, unwillingness with strength. Oh, I don't really want to do it. And that's a strong impulse. Or, you know, we see that, oh, the hour has come up and we're engaged in something else and we don't want to drop what we're doing to do the five minutes. So this unwillingness is a very powerful force but we give it the power. We give the unwillingness the power. So, well, what's the, what's the alternative to unwillingness? Somewhere in the text, it talks about your little willingness. Yeah. You only need a little willingness for the Holy Spirit to then come forward and aid you. You know, so like if you're just willing, a little willing. To do the practice. Let's just say we set the clock and in 55 minutes it goes off and we take the five minutes. Well, that's a little willingness. And then the next time we set the clock and it goes off and we're more willing to do it and something like that. So you have to start somewhere with little willingness. Mm. And then the Holy Spirit is going to add strength to your little willingness until the point where your little willingness becomes stronger than your unwillingness. Yeah. So that's kind of how, how we have to approach it. When you fail to comply with the requirements of this course, you have merely made a mistake. This calls for correction and for nothing else. To allow a mistake to continue is to make additional mistakes based on the first and reinforcing it. It is this process that must be laid aside, for it is but another way in which you would defend illusions against the truth. Let all these errors go by by recognizing them for what they are. They are attempts to keep you unaware you are oneself united with your Creator, at one with every aspect of creation, and limitless in power and in peace. This is the truth, and nothing else is true. Today we will affirm this truth again, and try to reach the place in you in which there is no doubt that only this is true. Begin the practice periods today with this assurance, 
offered to your mind with all the certainty that you can give. And here it's the prayer in parenthesis, uh, in italics. I am one self united with my creator, at one with every aspect of creation, and limitless in power and in peace. I am one self united with my creator, at one with every aspect of creation, and limitless in power and in peace. Then close your eyes and tell yourself again, slowly and thoughtfully, attempting to allow the meaning of the words to sink into your mind, replacing false ideas. I am one self. Repeat this several times and then attempt to feel the meaning that the words convey. So let's try this for five minutes, okay? Uh, okay, can we finish reading the whole... Um, well, I think we ought to do it, and then we'll finish oh, okay. after the five minutes. Okay. I am oneself. United with my Creator. United with my Creator. At one with every aspect of creation. At one with every aspect of creation. And limitless in power and in peace. And limitless in power and peace. Okay. What did you hear? Well, I was noticing how much of this lesson Jesus talks about uh, our unwillingness, and I realized that when we forget, it's the same as unwillingness. You know, sometimes you think, well, I forgot. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that I was unwilling. I forgot to do it. But forgetting is part of the unwillingness. Yes, of so course it is. I was, I was looking at that. It's easier to say I forgot to do it. Yeah. <laughs> forgetting equals unwillingness. Yeah, right. That's what I get out of it. Well, you know, uh, Tarji used to comment on this I think it's a line from one of the prayers where it refers to the sleep of forgetfulness mm -hmm. you know it's like the ego loves to be in this kind of forgetfulness of your higher self mm -hmm. and it's called the sleep of forgetfulness okay. so it's it's like that's also part of unwillingness right well, I was listening to the sounds outside and, you know, there's these kind of loudspeakers around in Dune, and just trying to envelop that sound in the peace, you know, and if I could also envelop the sound of our neighbors in the peace, especially at home, you know, with with some of our neighbors that are kind of noisy. So I was just thinking about, you know, at one with every aspect of creation. Well, of course you don't like loud noises when you're trying to rest. and But the loud noise is just a noise. It's just a sound. And it's an aspect of creation. You know, sound is just an aspect of creation. Mm -hmm. Then there are some sounds we like and some sounds we don't like, but they're all just sounds. And it's our judgment upon the sound that kind of makes us 
feel the way we feel about it. Mm-hmm. And so I was just thinking, well, what if I just heard it as sound and it's an aspect of creation and I'm one with it? I would probably have less of a reaction or less of a resistance or less of whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, this isn't to say we don't want to request that our neighbor at home is quiet after a certain hour so we can sleep, but it's, I think it takes away the judgment part about it. We have to get to the point where we're not judging it, we're not reacting, we're not angry, we're not, you know, irritated. And I think that this is something that I'm looking at mm. from this lesson. Okay. Okay, I am one self. Repeat this several times and then attempt to feel the meaning that the world, the words convey. You are one self, united and secure in light and joy and peace. You are God's son, one self, with one creator and one goal to bring awareness of this oneness to all minds that true creation may extend the allness and the unity of God. You are one self, complete and healed and whole, with power to lift the veil of darkness from the world and let the light in you come through to teach the world the truth about yourself. You are one self, in perfect harmony with all there is and all there will be. You are one self, the Holy Son of God, united with your brothers in that self, united with your Father in his will. Feel this one self in you and let it shine away all your illusions and your doubts. This is your self, the Son of God himself, sinless as its creator, with his strength within you and his love forever yours. You are one self, capital self, and it is given you to feel this self within you and to cast all your illusions out of the one mind that is this self, the holy truth in you. Well, that's a beautiful description of our identity, isn't it? Right, the holy truth. Yeah. Do not forget today, we need your help, your little part in bringing happiness to all the world. And heaven looks to you in confidence that you will try today. Share then its surety, for it is yours. Be vigilant. Do not forget today. Throughout the day, do not forget your goal. Repeat today's idea as frequently as possible and understand each time you do so, someone hears the voice of hope, the stirring of the truth within his mind, the gentle rustling of the wings of peace. Your own acknowledgement, you are one self, united with your Father, is a call to all the world to be at one with you. To everyone you meet today, be sure to give the promise of today's idea and tell him this. You are one self with me, united with our Creator in this self. I honor you because of what I am and what he is, who loves us both as one. Well, that's pretty lofty thought, wouldn't you say? 
that you're going to extend this to the people that plug you in and that you have some kind of an issue with. You are one self with me, united with our Creator in this self. I honor you because of what I am and what He is who loves us both as one. I honor you. That's a good line. I honor you. So how do you think this will affect us when we're dealing with difficult people? Well, if we could remember to honor them anyway, even if they're difficult. I honor you because of what I am and what he is, who loves us both as one. Yeah, if we could remember to honor them, that would help a lot. Yeah, and I think that this Christ in us, or this self in us, they're part of that too. So for us to exclude them or attack them or have a grievance toward them, it's like we're saying, oh, they don't deserve the blessings of the one self as much as I do because mm. I'm good and they're screwing up, mm. right? So if we could just stay out of that mental dynamic, I think we'd do a great service to ourselves to be focused on this lesson and to stay out of conflict. I mean, I think the main thing is we don't want to have conflict with people. And it's not our job necessarily, if somebody's unwilling to make a correction or to make a shift in their behavior, it's not our job to make them do that. Now, certainly we might have boundaries, but those boundaries are best defined before the upset even happens, you know? So, I mean, like in our lease, let's just take it home. We have a boundary. In the lease it says, you know, peaceful enjoyment of your property and for those of your neighbors after a certain time of day. Well, that's a boundary. And I think that we have a right to have that honored. But if somebody's not honoring that, we have to also send them our love in some form. Even if we are getting the management to deal with the issue, we still have to see them in the light of their one self. I know it's not always that easy, but that's what this lesson is asking us to do. Well, I think that's as far as we can go, and I think I'm I'm willing to set the clock every 55 minutes to help. go off, and we'll do our five minutes. That would help. <laughs> yeah, and we'll see what comes up and see what shifts in our day. Thanks, guys, Thank for joining us. We're here in Dehradun, and it's a sunny day and not too hot, and uh, we're just relaxing and being with the lesson. And thank you for being with us. We love you much. Bye now.